Don't let the noise bury the lead. I'm your host, Tom Frank. Join me on Into Focus as K-Global brings you one smart take on a major communication story from the week that was. We read between the lines so you don't have to and unpack the strategy or lack thereof behind the news. Take 14, what to learn from Zoom's shocking return to office order. Another day, another return to office order. In the ancient past of 2020, the majority of organizations went remote to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Three years later, many of these same organizations are encouraging or downright demanding that their employees appear in person once more, yet opinions run the gamut across corporate America. Quite a few thought it was a headline from The Onion, as the company that became nearly synonymous with remote work mandated their workers return to the office. Their explosion in popularity during the pandemic was truly a right place, right time moment in history. But the good times have stopped rolling, and now the company faces a huge PR problem. The CEO's reasoning for return to office was that he saw an intern working late at 10 p.m. in the office and how it inspired him. Mocked one Zoom employee on a popular anonymous tech sector app, Blind. This seems to reflect the mindset of many of Zoom's remaining 8,000-plus employees who are both disgruntled that if they return to the office and confused as to why. But the story goes far beyond Zoom. Companies such as Amazon, Walmart, and Disney have earned plenty of press, most of it negative, following partial or full return to office orders. Even the federal government is getting in on the action, with President Biden pushing federal agencies to get back in the office this coming autumn. The spectrum of opinions on remote work ranges far and wide, especially among company leaders. Former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg argued that remote work by civil servants is especially troubling because the federal government is a monopoly supplier. In the private sector, if a remote worker does a poor job, business suffers and customers take their spending elsewhere. In the public sector, people just have to put up with poor service. But work from home has plenty of defenders too, including software developer Atlassian. Companies tying butts in seats to performance, or guilting their employees into charitable behavior is not only disgenuous, but harmful, said co-CEO and co-founder Scott Fargo. By making these decisions, companies are stunting innovation, limiting opportunities to the hands of the few, and disregarding the one thing they care about, connection. And then there's the best of both worlds approach, hybrid models. Here's my opinion. As a marketing and communications agency, we feel a hybrid workforce allows for increased efficiencies, reduced costs, and definitely a more balanced work-life experience for our team while still providing a space for collaboration. In reality, the battle of return to office versus work from home isn't a Facebook versus MySpace situation. One isn't strictly better than the other. Instead of looking for a one-size-fits-all approach, organizations should consider what is the best working model for their teams. Before pressing send on that return to office order, consider these three things. One, what type of work are your teams doing? Are they gathering in conference rooms to bounce ideas back and forth? Or are they in the zone focused on projects? Two, do your teams need to collaborate on projects? Or are they mostly working independently with an occasional need for meetings? Three, what sort of company culture are you trying to build and how? Does work from home enable it or get it in the way? There's no one right answer for corporate America but there can be one for your company with some collaborative planning and input from everyone on the team. And that's our take. 
Please subscribe to Into Focus on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us your take on Instagram at kglobal.com. That's kglobal, D-O-T-C-O-M. And if you like the show, leave us a rating on Apple. Into Focus is brought to you by the good people at K-Global. Unlike traditional marketing agencies that look at consulting, creative, and communications as distinct, K-Global exists at the intersection of all three. The fusion of strategy and creative fuels unexpected solutions and better outcomes. The result is impact on your audience in a new market or over a policy. Learn more at kglobal.com. And until next week, I'm Tom Frank, and thanks for listening. Hey.